All my life, I wanted to be a gangster, but instead, I'm hosting the Godfather, Godfather Minute. I am Alex Robinson. And I am Andy Robinson. And together, we are hosting the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. It's the podcast where we go through the whole Godfather saga, one minute at a time, one minute per week, which means we'll be doing this probably for the rest of our lives. I hope so. <laughs> oh, either way, I guess we'll still be alive. When it's when we're airing these, right? Or maybe uh, not. Yeah, who you knows? never know. Who knows what the future holds? That's, right. that's, <laughs> what, that's what Fredo thought. That's what Mike that's thought. Yeah, that's what um, Sonny thought. That's what Luca Brazzi's thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you never know. I, know. I feel so bad for Luca Brazzi. Save it. We're not up to that minute yet. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are up to minute 18. 18. 18. Um, that means you can vote now, right? I now can vote. Eight- well, we hit 18. That's, That's when you're true, allowed yeah. to vote on yeah. whether you prefer Godfather 1 or Godfather 2. Or Godfather 3. Oh, is that one of the options? <laughs> you, have, you, have to be, you have to be 21 or over to like Godfather 3. <laughs> so it uh, doesn't quite... Uh, you know, we posted... We have that uh, Facebook group with uh, the Fredo, Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, which I encourage mm-hmm. everyone listening to join if you're on Facebook. And I posted a poll... Saying which of the Godfather movies do you like the best, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people voted. I think two might have won. I really? Know. Yeah, it was oh. close. But uh, oh, I thought one was winning. Did it? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, right. I haven't it's, looked at it in a while. But. Right. Well, the point is that no one voted. Not even a single like contrarian voted for three as the best one. Because really? as I've learned from doing the Star Wars prequels, you're always going to find someone who's like, oh, you know that crappy movie? That's my favorite movie ever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Someone. Yeah. Someone uh, out there. Yeah. I. I thought that at least one person voted for it. You know who? Who? Joey Zaza. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are at minute 18, Alex. E minuto numero dichato. E minuto numero dichata. Dichato. Dichato. Say with me, Alex. Dichato. Dichato. Nice. And numero minuto Zaza. <laughs> no, that, no, that's the final minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is minute 18 of the original classic Godfather. Uh, the minute starts off with uh, we're still at the wedding. Wedding's still going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And um, imagine that we're 20 minutes in and we're still like literally in the first like scene mm-hmm. of the movie. So yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, it starts off with mom uh, singing uh, to the crowd, entertaining everyone. Oh boy, she got some pipes on her. Yes, well, the Morgana King, I guess, yeah. uh, an actress who plays her, was a real life singer, so it makes sense. Did I? I don't recall if we talked about this exact point, but did they cast her because she was a singer too, and she could sing mm. this opening scene? She just doesn't have much dialogue in the entire movie. This is probably the most dialogue she has. Her singing is that right? Oh uh, well, yeah. I guess if you count that as 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 her dialogue, the only mm-hmm. other time I can remember really talking is uh, when she's when Michael goes to her and is like, you know, well, can you lose your family and all that? And she's like, you yeah. can never lose your family, Michael. Is that Godfather one? I think that's in two. It might be. Oh, no, yeah, she, yeah, it's in two. It's because that's when he's all concerned because Fredo's Fredo, the yeah. traitor. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, and, and so on. So uh, there is another scene later in Godfather one where she where. Uh, 
she says to Sonny, hey, don't don't interfere. Right, yeah. So that's right. a little more mama dialogue. Yeah. But so she is singing it. She's she's doing a great a, job, too. That. Now, you are a, a, a musician. Mm-hmm, that's what yeah. they say. <laughs> so That's so, what they say. See, that's exactly the kind of thing that's going to get you that part in Hollywood <laughs> if, you, if you keep it up. By the way, I am starting to work on our Godfather musical. Oh yeah, well, mm-hmm. how far along have well, you got? I I don't. Maybe we'll save it for okay. some of the bonus tracks. Oh maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll save that for yeah, the bonus. It's so bonus fun. Content. Okay, it, it's great. a great movie and it's so fun working yes. on it. So um, anyway, so speaking of singing, mm-hmm. the bulk of this minute is taken up by um, a uh, old man. The mama calls up someone from the crowd. Who, calls up Nazarene. So so yeah. So you think this is Nazarene? Like, it's not the same Nazarene who we just saw in the... So she definitely calls up, so she's singing. Yeah. And I, I, tr- I transcribed it. She, she sings, my daughter, who do I get for you? Mother, I leave it up to you. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to laugh and she says, oh, Nazarene, come on up. And it's definitely Nazarene who comes up. In addition to the old man, because when oh, it cuts okay. to the old man later, you see Nazarene I standing thought that was on Nazarene stage. Behind us. So maybe yeah. it's like Nazarene's father or something. Maybe, yeah, the or maybe scene. Nazarene is up next or something. Oh, he's on deck. <laughs> maybe anyone who asked the Godfather for a favor then has to go and sing. <laughs> so <he's, laughs> that's the requirement. <laughs> oh, that'd be great watching Luca Brazzi sing. You <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like. Uh, Row your boat, row, <laughs> row, 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 <laughs> Or he sings the same oh, lines same that he's dialogue, been practicing. Don Corleone. The whole band just keeps vamping on that one. They can't actually go into the, 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 the proper melody. song because they're just waiting. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. But uh, yeah, so presumably this is, I, I scoured the internet. I could not find out who this old guy was. No, me The neither. actor or... or oh, he, oh, not no, even the actor. So, uh, yeah, my source just refers to him as old man. Old man. Yeah. Um, He's great, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You say. So my, my impression is that, um, you know, a lot of the people here were, uh, a lot of people at the wedding and the extras were like, friends and family of the Coppola family. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this was like somebody who, this is like some relative of theirs and then like, oh, we got to put them up there. But uh, yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah, because they had tons of extras, right? Oh yeah. As you can see there. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a huge scene. So um, uh, I want to point out that yes. when mama calls up Nazarene to the stage and mm-hmm. then the old man's coming up, as a musician, I really appreciate the sound of the microphone where Mama say Nazarene, yeah. come on over. Oh yeah, how so? What do you mean? There, there's a really a real old school natural sound to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just just the right amount of reverb. It, it's cool. It, go back and listen to it. All right, I will. It's, it just <laughs> sounds very real, and I guess this is the early seventies, and so yeah. I don't know if they tweaked it to sound like the 40s or whether that's how the microphone sounded. They just did a real good job with that. Right. And plus the one, the the version we're viewing is, was I think the DVD or Blu-ray release. So it might have been cleaned up even oh, since the wow. 19s, you know, like. That's true. They, they probably. Been, you know, remastered for Dolby Surrounds now yeah. and all that stuff. They do all the auto-tune when Mama's singing. la <laughs> Luna. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do that for when Johnny sings because his, oh. his voice is weak. Oh, he needs all the folks' production you can, <laughs> you, you yeah. can give him. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, the, so there's the song the old man is singing. Mm-hmm. Did you do you I have the complete lyrics, the yeah. translation for it. Mm-hmm. Well, it is the same song that everyone else has been singing. I think they've just called him up for another verse. Yeah. Because it, right. it's uh it's a song called Luna Luna Mesa Mare. Yeah. Which means uh the moon amid the sea. Mm-hmm. And uh it's kind of like I guess a traditional uh Italian or Sicilian song. Mm-hmm. The gist of it is it's a mother and daughter conversation. And the mother's the daughter's like, who am I going to marry? And the mother's basically running down a list of prospective suitors categorized by their jobs. Oh, interesting. So it's like, uh, you know, she says, oh, I can find you a barber. I can hook you up with a sailor. I can hook you up with a uh, baker, all those kind of things. And each each occupation she has, she mentions there's some kind of like double entendre about about what it would be like if you married you know, for instance, it says here, uh, uh, you know, I guess this, it gets kind of dirtier as it goes along. If I give you a butcher, he will come and he will go, but he'll always hold his sausage in his hands. If he likes the idea, <laughs> he'll sausage you, oh my daughter. Whoa. And if you watch the scene where uh, where Nazarene is singing, you could definitely tell some of the, with, by his hand gestures, he definitely is implying the old man yeah mean? the old man oh, is like yeah, doing yeah. gestures of like that one would indicate that they were participating in sexual congress yeah so, so it's really funny and i guess you know well i guess there's not like the kids would just laugh at it just because it's a funny song not necessarily getting the mm-hmm. the, the, the the naughty part they will soon fact. enough yeah <laughs> and this when the old man's singing in particular he does yeah. he points his his hands together uh when he says the line but he'll always hold his razor in his hands and if he likes the idea, my daughter, he'll razor you. Yikes. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's a, little, a little, you know, it's a carrot and the stick. Alex, I don't think the bride's going to be choosing the barber <laughs> yeah. after that one. Yeah, so um, I'm sure yeah. I mentioned this before, but uh, I think it's it's sad that we don't have like f- traditional folk songs anymore. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Like now all the music we get is like packaged and corporate and, you know, yeah. processed and given to us as opposed to like an organic, you know, uh, thing that evolves over time, depending on who's singing it and, and, and that kind of. And generations tradition. having sung it and passed it along. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also like the idea that it becomes part of the culture where, you know, whether you're an old man like Nazarene or whether you're one of these young kids who you see, they all are enjoying the song and. Like you're not going to yeah. be able to do that with like you know, uh, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of a current like pop Sweet song. Caroline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although Sweet Caroline, well, they, maybe that's more. Yeah. That's what closes. We, we are family or celebration. Yeah. Those are popular wedding songs. Yeah, but I like like I don't think our grandmother really knew them no. or anything like that. The way no. the way that do you? Although do you think we're, we're we've reset it with modern music and now. The we are family celebration, sweet Caroline. Those songs will be the ones that for centuries are sung at weddings. No, no, for I like don't. our generation, but yeah. not like I don't know. Kids sing sweet Caroline now. I know, but once once it's not like I don't know. I just don't think yeah, it will. The it same way last. there were songs in the seventies that kids you know and knew, but that yeah. you know didn't manage to stick around. Oh, who knows? Uh, I hope, I hope for Mr. Diamond's say? sake, it does become. Uh, it does become. <laughs> they don't here. call him Mr. Diamond for nothing. <laughs> It's true. Uh, when, when you started to say that uh, it's too bad that, what I thought you were going to say is it's too bad that at weddings and social funks and functions, we don't engage older people. 
what do you like mean? we do in this scene. And then, uh, this oh. older gentleman is called oh, up and he sings. He's making singing people a song. Laugh. Oh, you don't like that? No. Oh, it's great. Some old guy. Sit down, pops. <laughs> but what if you were... <laughs> But what if you were singing a song that you knew, like he does in this you movie? Singing, like, beat it. Yeah. He does the moonwalk. No, I would love it if old people got up and sang. And if, especially if it's a fun song like this. Mm-hmm. I don't want them singing Johnny Fontaine's song later on. Yeah. But if, you yeah. know, if an old guy singing like uh, We Are Family would be pretty funny. <laughs> a rapping grandmother would be pretty funny. Always funny. Right? Rapping granny. I want to point out as they're, I think right before they call up the old man, mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of dumb, at second number 21, mm-hmm. so this would be 18 colon 21, I noticed that one of the musicians in the band looks like someone famous. Who? I don't know if you, you noticed this. No. The upright bass player in the back of the band looks exactly like Eugene Levy. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Go back and look at it. Well, he's kind of a type. Do you, do you, yeah. you really think it is Eugene Levy? Well, how would, old would Eugene Levy be at this time? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, he'd be, what, in his 20s? Maybe. Am I going to have to Maybe. look up how old Eugene Levy is? Well, and, and coincidentally. I just feel like we would have heard the, of it. The drummer looks like John Candy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. It's it was like, that's how they all met. It was on the set of The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he looks like you, but I think you're right. Eugene Levy has a look. He kind of has that 50s square look. Yeah. Which would was how all the, the members of the band looked. So He, he was born, uh, Mr. Eugene Levy, he was born in 1946. So mm. he was... Oh, so he was just wedding. one years old. <laughs> yeah, this was, no, it was negative one years old. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we'll see. So 46, let's say the movie was filmed in 71. He would have been 25. Okay. Well, it's possible. It's possible. Although I don't know it's if possible. He would, I don't know if he that's enough time for him to become a master at the bass to be, get into a band that is so good they'd be hired to play the Godfather's only daughter's wedding. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, you, they, that's, you've got to be amazing, yeah. an amazing musician to be able to. You don't think they did like gig. a Stu Sutcliffe thing where he just kind of faked it and the rest of the musicians kind of just covered, oh, just up, covered, covered, for up, his, covered up for his, uh, his, his not being able to do it? I mean, if you're going to have Eugene Levy, you got to make some accommodations. Yeah. You just got to do like crazy voices and characters. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he got his start. Yeah. And a second later, I'll have to point out, I think this is filming genius. It's, it's at, at mm-hmm. second number 22. Second? No, you're counting that by seconds now. <laughs> They they show a shot of the crowd for maybe a second or two, and it's great. One father kisses these two girls, mm-hmm. and there's an older gentleman that looks like he's having such a great time in the crowd. He's holding a glass of wine, smiling. He waves to the stage. It's such a quick little passing shot of the crowd, but it really adds to what a fun time people are having. Yeah. Again, I know I've said this in earlier minutes. I think this is the peak of joy of possibly all three movies. Hmm. Yeah, I I can't think of any other scene that is that's not as that even if if it's a happy occasion like uh like his like uh Anthony's communion. Mm-hmm. There's still that undercurrent of like tension yeah. and uh, you know Senator Geary and Fredo's wife being yeah, all sloppy exactly, and Frank yeah. Pantangeli showing yeah. up and yeah, maybe so. well you know I don't think it's the peak because as we're gonna see soon someone arrives that <gasps> raises it a notch. Whoa! You'll have to wait for next minute to see that the Turk, uh-huh. <laughs> the t- the Toik, <laughs> the Toik. It's the Toik. 
Uh, so some other final things about that song about Aluno Mezamere. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 chorus of it is Pesca Frito e Bacala. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, you're gonna What'd be you repeated. I can barely do what it the did, first. What time. did that old man call me? Pesca Frito e Bacala. I'm gonna guess. Go ahead, take a guess. I hear. I'm hearing fried fish. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing bacalao, which is cod, bacalao fish. That is 100% right. Yes. Did you look it up? Or no, did you really I really did. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I knew, actually know that from yeah. New York. My my New York mm. Italian friends have learned some of that along the way. Forget about it. But what does that mean in the context of the song? I think it's just probably like a, a uh, you know, having to do with weddings and mm-hmm. probably, I'm assuming these are like traditional Italian dishes. And, and Is that the chorus you said? Yeah, yeah. That's part of the chorus. Can you get away nowadays writing lyrics? Like that for a chorus and have it become a popular song. Fried fish can. and bacalao. I think you can. Really? Yeah. I think if you have a, a good enough groove behind it or a good enough like mm-hmm. thing, people don't really care about lyrics oh, that wow. much. Interesting. Um, hmm. I, I would think with lyrics like that, you would it would be committed to or destined to for, to novelty song status. Well, that might be true too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to research this and see what the most nonsensical lyrics of a popular song, a are. modern pop. Yeah, that is yeah. not a novelty song. Huh. Uh, so, um, well, this song has been this has been recorded time and again. Mm-hmm. There's like I think like fifty versions or something mentioned on uh, the first recorded version was in 1927. Uh, wow! So it's an old one. Yeah. It's an oldie. Yeah. Uh, noteworthy ones are Rudy Valley did one in 38, and in 58, Lou Monti, a singer named Lou Monti, mm. did one, mm-hmm. and that is famous. Uh, well, not famous, but <laughs> one noteworthy thing about it is that it was banned by the BBC. Oh wow! Because I guess they didn't even like, in the Italian version, or well, I guess because his version, version, maybe his version, he didn't. You know, he made it oh. a little more apparent these double yeah. entendres and stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, he switched one of them, saying, uh, uh, "I will give you a, uh, I will give you a butcher, and then he'll put his sausage into you." So it was little. I don't know. How is that sexual? <laughs> what's wrong what's with wrong, being sexy? What's wrong with being sexy? <laughs> yeah. So, and then, of course, uh, Louis Prima. Oh, did he cover it? He did it. Oh. He, a lot of times when people do it, he'll change. Like this one, I think, was uh, Zuma Zuma. It was changed mm, to. Mm-hmm. It's a famous one. And I mostly know it from a Prego commercial. Where go, oh, mama, Prego is the best. Oh, oh my mama. <laughs> I, I haven't thought of that so whenever I see this So whenever I see the scene, all I can think of is like, boy, the Prego must have like shelled out a lot of money to like get this product wow. placement in this scene. <laughs> Yeah, although that was probably the se- oh yeah when the movie was a hit right away, so yeah, it probably did cost a lot to get <laughs> to score those rights. Wow, I have not thought of that. Wait, wait, melody for what? being used uh, for wait for Prego. Prego must have paid a lot. See, I don't know though if it's a traditional Italian song. They probably didn't have to pay anything. Oh, for that's it. right. Like, I'm sure the lyrics You're are right. are like you know public domain and yeah, stuff. Yeah, public so. domain. So uh, yeah. yeah, I wonder if they did it because it was in this movie. Like, did this revive this song enough where? It may have, I yeah. guess that one and the Louis Primo one, too. Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah. It brought it back, and then they took advantage of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, the in the minute, we also see Sonny sneaking mm-hmm. off and going upstairs. For a little, I wonder, for a little rendezvous. Uh-huh. And Lucy Mancini following shortly behind. Hmm. What I I can only guess what's going to happen upstairs. I'm we'll see in a future first. Ladies first. Sonny, come on. Be a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have some information from the book. Yes, this is the book The Godfather. You're the book about. The Godfather, the original, mm-hmm. and so Godfather, hit, the motion picture, the mm-hmm. book. 
On page 21, Puzo writes that Tom Hagen sees Sonny and Lucy leave the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pu- on page 21, Puzo writes, quote, Then Hagen saw Sonny Corleone whisper in Lucy Mancini's ear and their little comedy as he followed her into the house. Hagen grimaced, debated whether to inform the Don, and decided against it. Mm. End quote. Interesting. That's a tough dilemma. Yeah. When I first read it, I was wondering why he would even consider telling the Don because he's brother, he's he's brothers. Like, why bust Sonny? And of course, with Sonny's temper, then he could yeah, but, get into serious trouble. But it wouldn't your first loyalty is to the Don? Oh, that's if the true. Don knew you knew, he'd be like, "Why don't you tell me about this?" Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be like, "Why don't you tell me what everyone else seems to know? Why don't you tell your godfather what yeah. everyone else seems to know?" You've had to drink, and I had. <laughs> I hear Sonny and Lucy going upstairs. And you I guess that's what makes it uncomfortable is how does he bring that up? Like, yeah. by the way. <laughs> he could sing the Che La Luna song to him <laughs> and point upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> your son's got the sausage and the, the baker upstairs. Yeah, People can't see it at home, but you're doing the classic gesture of making one hand into a circle <laughs> and the other hand into a... Uh, like you're no. pointing your finger into the hole to convey. That's not true. I was pointing upstairs. <laughs> As if Tom Hagen were pointing yeah. to like, Why are you pointing upstairs? What's the matter? What's the matter up there? <laughs> Your son's a butcher and he's baking rolls upstairs. <laughs> Although it is interesting because like, I'm assuming that Sonny horn dogs all over the place. Well, so in that yeah. sense, why would he say it? But I don't know. Maybe because yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. There is a different order in the book. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, uh, when Hagen, when when Sonny and Lucy leave the wedding scene and go upstairs, and Tom notices it, mm-hmm. it's then in the book that Hagen gives Godfather a handwritten quote, a handwritten list of the people who had been granted permission to see Don Corleone privately. Oh, so they flip the order in the movie. So originally that, you know, Sonny and Lucy went upstairs, and then the whole procession of guests asking for favors started to take place. Oh wow! So that really would have that would have been really different. Yeah, that would have been they would have uh, yeah it changed things. And and well, it would have been funny to go right from Sonny and her sneaking off to Bona Sarah, <laughs> yeah. or or they're in the Bona Sarah's making his case to have his daughters with daggers, and you hear the noises coming from upstairs. <laughs> the Godfather's don't pay any attention to those noises upstairs, my my son. What's a, he, I he, spoil my children, as you can hear. <laughs> his son, he doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, and one other one other point about the change in, in order when when Tom Hagen gives Don Corleone the list of people, uh, the Don looks at it and says, "Leave Bonacera to the end." Oh wow! Yeah, well, and I've, been, a, I've been thinking about that, and yeah. I'm not sure why. Well, it's symbolic because he's a corpse valet. Is it so because he's the one person who hasn't <laughs> asked him for respect? Oh, maybe that's probably. Yeah, he yeah. Wants I thought it meant like, like the most. first he went to like an obstetrician. He like do the obstetrician first and the funeral, oh, like the last. Oh, it's so based symbolic on. of the whole journey. Oh. This wedding's going to take. I no, no, I like the idea that he he put him to last because of uh, his perceived disrespect. I like that. That's well, probably it. Yeah. Or maybe it's also symbolic that he's putting off the corpse valet as oh, long as possible. That's because true. Because he knows death awaits. Yeah. Uh, in the screenplay, this this scene originally here was where uh, Tom Hagen was going to tell the Don about the Turk. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. he was going to say, oh, and by the way, this guy wants, he's not here, but he wants to meet you and mm-hmm. arrange this. Well, basically all the same stuff that he says later on, but mm-hmm. that would have been here. And I think it was a smart move because 
that the trick doesn't happen for a while and there's still a lot of stuff in between yeah. and it would just kind of get lost in the shuffle of I mean you can barely remember that Enzo the baker was the guy's yeah. you know the, mm-hmm. the guy's daughter's boyfriend or whatever so yeah um anyway yeah I mean, so, we haven't even heard heard the song the upcoming song the wedding's still taking place too soon to jump into a soon. heavy plot line like yeah, that right yeah it's interesting that Don Corleone wanted to see Don Corleone <laughs> that he wanted to see Bonacera last. Yeah. Yet Bonacera is what opens the movie. Yeah, that's it's ironic. very interesting, very yeah. powerful. Uh and also sort of again symbolizing that death is kind of all over the mm-hmm. all over the, the story. So. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hagen mentions that uh, Senator Craw- Senator Cawley can't <laughs> yeah. make it. I could not if I looked on the uh, God. There's a Godfather uh, Wikipedia. Mm. I don't know if you know that, so mm-hmm. uh, that's a good place to go because it because com- there's apparently like video games and stuff that Godfather video games. Godfather really? video games, including one. I looked at the only judge mentioned is a, a Judge Tyrone Bloom, mm. who uh, in 1948 gets killed by uh, the O'Donnell mob who are trying to uh take over in new york oh they guess, sound irish yeah because once the once the war of the five families starts mm-hmm. then uh the chicago mob the o'donnell family are like oh this, this is the perfect time to take over new york boys stake our claim <laughs> and they you know they tried to come to new york and, and set a foothold but then they they got driven out there yeah. so well I'm reading the part of the book now about that war. Oh yeah, uh, so I can't wait to get to it. It's so interesting, the <laughs> dynamics between like twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you remember years ago I was talking about that time? <laughs> We're gonna end the show talking like the Nazarene's uh, <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hagen says. Senator, it's hard to do a Tom Hagen impression. Yes. I remember I told you a few minutes ago that I was. I'm trying to do less. Uh, Don Corleone impression. Yeah, Try to branch true. out because yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty soon he ain't going to be around. Mm, Spoiler that's, alert. That's not going to stop us. But Senator, Senator Cawley apologized for not coming personally. He said you'd understand. And also some of the judges. Yeah. Nah, that was terrible. It's hard to. It's hard. It's, he's a hard. He doesn't have like a good hook to him. You know it's him when you hear him speaking, but. Yeah, it's, it's too God. subtle. I'd be curious to hear if an impressionist could do a Robert Duvall yeah. impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like gonna try, but I know give it's it gonna shot. Come on, give it a shot. Come on. Well, I was Alex, gonna go. I was Alex. gonna go bigger and go like think of it from like Apocalypse Now, where he's like, you know, I love the smell of napalm oh, yeah. in the morning. But there, oh, yeah. it's more. It's more like a like a strained kind of like. Yeah. Oh, like get other, those boys over that hill. Yeah. You know that kind of a thing. Or were his other big roles? Uh, well, he was in The Godfather too. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in uh, a. Yeah. He's the uh, he's a. The, <clears throat> Cowboy, the Western movie, right? Yeah, he did. He just done a bunch of bunch Western of movies. He was in a movie called THX One One Three Eight, which oh, was George yeah. Lucas's first movie. I'm trying to think of one where he played a character or his voice would be more defined. But I think he was in the Conversation. Another, it's another oh. Coppola movie. Hmm. Um, maybe in maybe his voice is more recognizable and easy to do an impression of when he raises his voice later in the movie. Sonny. Sonny, you're taking this personally. Personally. (laughs) This is business. That's a great scene. I already want to rate that scene. You want to rate that scene? I want to rate that scene five. Are you going to give it a preemptive rating? I'm going to give it a preemptive rating. Wow, all right. Five. And Don Corleone isn't even in it. If you were in it, that that sucker would be a six, a rocking six. He's kind of like a he's kind of like a presence there. Oh yeah, because it's in the office. Yeah. My, yeah. Is Michael sitting in his chair? Maybe. Yeah, and it had to, <laughs> it's a result of him being shot and so on. So, uh, 
Anyway, so is there anything else for minute eighteen? I know you're you're jumping ahead, reading. Yeah, minute, sorry about that. Yeah. Minute forty eight, but no, uh, just that the just to point out that these government officials apologized for not coming, mm. said that he'd understand, and the I judges. Th- I think Don Corleone ju- does understand. You don't think he takes it personally? Like he doesn't go, like, oh, it's disrespectful. He don't go. Where does he? Oh, like? uh, you know, he doesn't. He kind of knows the rules. And, yeah, I think he knows the rules. Yeah. Also, some of the judges. Yeah, that's what Hagen says. Yeah. Some of the judges. Yeah. Not all the judges. Ah, so does that mean well, some of the judges came, or does that mean not all the judges responded? Sent notes and gifts. Mm. Well, I, mean, I take it back. I, I said I think he understands and accepts that, but mm-hmm. there is a, there's just a shot of Marlon Brando, and there's really no reaction on his face. And in yeah. the book, Puzo writes frequently how, how Don Corleone does not show he's like a poker anything. Player. Yeah, exactly. He's a poker player. Yeah. There's, there's one scene where he really gives it up but you never we'll let anyone else no, never let anyone outside the family know what you're thinking <laughs> never never <laughs> well yeah so so the minute does end with uh tom saying uh some of the judges mm-hmm. so that uh that that will wrap up this mm-hmm. minute so what are you gonna give it it's a tricky one this is our first one where it was like mostly just music music so oh, it's I, hard I, to it's hard know, to uh, rate this one i i being maybe it's because i'm a musician i do really Love hearing Mama sing and then the old man sing. The old man Nazarene. Old man Nazarene. I hope that is Nazarene's father. <laughs> and, or maybe that was... I hope it's Nazarene's son. Well, I was going to say, maybe is, is that Enzo who who's going to marry uh, Nazarene's daughter? The one he just lobbied to get to stay in America? Yeah, well, we see Enzo. I know, like, just oh, oh, you think he has like Benjamin Button disease? Where yeah. he like... <laughs> I see him at the end of the movie and he's an infant. That'd be the funniest thing. He goes to ask for this favor for, to have this man stay and marry his daughter. <laughs> this is the guy who thought he'll do he, he was an Italian prisoner and brought here to work for you? <laughs> Godfather, I'm 29 years old. <laughs> So I do enjoy the music. Um, Marlon Brando's in it. It's true. Uh, if I could do halves, I, I guess I would do two and a half, but I'm going to say three. Three. You want to say three? Uh, I'm also going to say three. Why? <laughs> You're accusing me. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was very you want me vocal about show why my work. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> well, there is some Brando, which yeah. even though he doesn't Ding! speak, does... Pushed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess just because it's a glimpse into a world that, you know, probably doesn't even really exist very much anymore, except mm-hmm. in Italy. You know what I mean? This kind of big, huge family gathering and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you and I coming from a generally not huge, close family. And we're mm-hmm. all like, you know, we're both mutts and uh, and so on. So, yeah. Yeah. Three. Thanks. I guess I also feel bad giving anything like a two, but. Yeah, we'll see. There might be a two coming up. Listeners, stay tuned. Oh, yeah. There might be yeah. maybe, maybe a few As musical twos. numbers go, this one is not. It's at least <laughs> upbeat and peppy and fun. And has a lot of innuendo in it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the upcoming song definitely is not Celebration right, or Sweet Caroline. Are you going to go ahead and preemptively rate that <laughs> no, one? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You know, I just thought of Never something. Never let anyone know what you think of a minute. <laughs> Never. What are you doing, Santino? <laughs> So I do well. Speaking of that, I just I want to go back to this this current minute uh, and analysis. I just remembered that Mama is singing, mm-hmm. the old man is singing, mm-hmm. and Sonny, who is still technically a child, <laughs> what? Why is he technically oh, a child? Wait, bear with me. Bear with <laughs> right, me. Right. Is going off to have some fun with his yeah. lady friend while 
Don Corleone is still conducting business. Yeah. Uh, women and children can afford to be careless, but not men. Oh. So maybe there's so there may be some symbolism there that Sonny's just never head in the game. Yeah, and just not taking things seriously. And of course, mom and the old man. Yeah, like they're well. The old man is he's just responsible. He's, he's being responsible yeah. by carrying on the tradition of yeah, singing exactly. that song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think a solid three. Okay, we're we going to talk a little bit about the bonus material. Well, yeah. Well, you said you wanted to talk about the, um, the your musical that you're working on. Uh, may talk a little bit about the musical, but more so, I meant in a future bonus, a full bonus episode. Oh, okay. Because I'll probably have a okay. lot of material. I, what I meant to say yeah. about that is I just cracked the ice of coming up with some musical ideas. Okay. But I don't know if, if Alex, did you take the test online on, on Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub of which Godfather character you are? I did not. Well, so we should oh. do that in the bonus content. Okay, because I did. And okay. Why don't we do that? We, right. we can take some time to take it, and then we can talk about the results. Yeah. So, um, all right, everyone. So if you want to hear that excitement, um, go to patreon.com slash godfather minute and become a Patreon. It's uh, mere dollars a month, and you'll get to hear me take uh, an internet quiz. And, uh, you know, we have, we're going to bring on guests and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, check it out. It's an offer you can't, can't refuse. Here, here on oh wait, don't like, leave the gun, gun and take, take the cannoli to Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute.